Welcome back to another episode of Laker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So, I know, I know, y'all ain't got to tell me. I know, I know, I know, I've been slacking. I know, I'm back. I am one that don't like to really put out content just to put the shit out. Like, I need a purpose for what I'm doing. So, until I had some Lakers stuff going on, some meaningful shit going on, then I figured, okay, now we can do some podcasting um, and talk about what we got going on here. So, yes, I know, y'all, I've been, been in my head, but if you are following me on Instagram at Laker underscore Brown Pod, you will see that I haven't been too in my head. I do post there of things that's going on. My Twitter, too, I'm active on there. So, if you ever feel like, hey, where is Ray at? Just slide in my DMs and hit me up. Like, yo, what's what's the word? What's the deal? When you gonna drop something? You know, I'm always open y'all to fam, so I'll let y'all know what it is. Period. So let's get into this to this show today. We're just gonna talk about everything that's been going on. Y'all haven't heard my real true thoughts and feelings on what's been going on. I've been quiet. So um today is the day. Let's get into it. Well, I wanna start off with the NBA restart, which will be July 30th. And they're going to start off with the Lakers versus the Clippers game. Of course, high ironic. That's high-ass TV ratings. It's going to be an exciting game. It's going to be a good game for us, a good game for the Clippers to measure where we're at. But one thing I got to say that I, I seen when the NBA schedule came out, the Lakers have the third hardest schedule, right? The Clippers schedule, on the other hand, looked pretty damn easy to me. Teams that they playing against are barely playoff teams. And if they are, they're like low seed teams. So it's like, are y'all trying to give us a run for our money or trying to give the Clippers a way to kind of sneak up on us to take that number one seed? And by the way, speaking of the number one seed, when I said something about the number one seed, I misspoke. Um, I said, well, I want us to keep our our number one seed so we can get home court advantage. This is on my last episode. If you haven't, go ahead and go back and check that out. But um, yeah, I accidentally said, I want us to keep our home court advantage. Obviously, it's not a home court advantage. It doesn't matter. I need to clarify that because, hey, my bad, my bad. But um, yeah. So maybe they're trying to give back to what I was saying. They was trying to give. They're trying to give the Clippers an easier road and try to you know get that number one seed. But I think it'll take a lot for that to happen. We'll literally have to be losing every game and them probably winning every game. But who knows? You know. We literally have to lose every game and then winning every game. But who knows? You know, we'll see. Um, we do have a tough schedule. But I, I, at first I was like, yo, the the NBA trying to hold us. They trying to give us this hard-ass schedule. But then I realized, like, hold on, wait. We need that. We need that because that can keep us sharp. You know, that can keep keep us on our toes. Um, it get, it'll get us ready for what's about to happen in the playoffs. So, I mean, there's some good to having a tougher schedule where we can't be so lax. And like I said, we'll be on our toes. We'll be sharp. We'll be ready to play. And we know what's at stake. You know what I'm saying? So, it's cool. It is what it is. I think we'll be fine. Our team is, is the team to beat. It's the team to beat. So, we good. I, I like our chances against anybody in the league, to be real, including the Clippers. Yeah, so, okay, so they're going to have a maximum seven games per day for this NBA restart. That's a lot of games, y'all. That's a lot of games. That's NBA all day in my house. 
I know that much. I'm going to be glued to the TV. And at first I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to watch seven games. You know, I don't know if I want to watch all these other teams. Then I started realizing, like, hell yeah, you do, because we miss basketball, man. Take that shit for granny. I'm watching every game, even the WNBA restarting. And I'm definitely going to check that out, too. They got some players that's sitting out. Christy Tolliver of the Sparks um, sitting out. And I think Shanae sitting out of the Sparks, too. Of the Sparks, too. So, um, it's going to be interesting. Speaking of that, now we have Avery. Avery Bradley's going to sit out due to family. He wants to be with his son. His son has some um, respiratory issues, and he didn't think that he will be able to go into the bubble when family's allowed in the bubble. And I have no issues with that. I have no, absolutely no issues with that. To me, family first. Um, and you can't knock this man for wanting to be there for his son. Like, who, who's mad at that? Like, if you're mad at that, bro, you need to go do something else with yourself. You cannot be mad at that. He Family's first at the end of the day. That's his child. He wants to be there for his child. He wants to make sure his child is good. His child, you know, have health issues. Who's mad at that? That's not, that's not it. That ain't it. So, in that situation, I stand by him. I agree with him. I understand 100%. As much as I love his game, I love what he does with the Lakers, um, I'm lo- I love what he brings to our team with his defense. It's okay. It's okay, man. Go be with your family, be with your son, make sure everything is good at home, first and foremost. That's it. That's period. That's period. Like, I that, look, I ain't got shit to say. I'm just saying, like, there's nothing else you can say about that. You cannot be mad at that. With him, with him being out, so we're like, okay, we lost some defense. We lost one of our guards. And then here comes this, okay, well, who who is going to replace him, right? So you got first person that came out is J.R. Smith, okay? And then you have Nick Young, I've heard, okay? And then you have Jamal Crawford. So I'm going to go one, two, three, because I know there's others out there. You can, If you want to, you can talk about Isaiah Thomas. You can talk about Iman Shumpert. But these are three main ones that um, came out. So I'm, I'm going to go from... J crossover down to JR. I with J crossover, right? Everybody say, oh, he a walking bucket. The Lakers should have picked him up. I don't know why they did what they did. Blah, 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 blah. Why? Why is everybody so infatuated with J crossover? Yes, he was a great, great, I mean, great two way player. I mean, what the fuck am I saying? Um, six man. But my thing is, he's 40 years old now. He's not playing no defense, and we definitely don't need nobody else that don't play no defense on top of Rondo, right? On top of some of the times LeBron don't want to play defense. It's a top, sometimes the whole fucking team don't want to play defense. So we definitely don't need nobody that's going to sit here and, and, and slack on the defense. Yes, he is a walking bucket, but we have Deion Waiters for that. LeBron will take on that. AD will take on that. Cal Kuzma could score, so we don't really need – it's not that – Oh, uh, we need another man. I think the Neon Waiters can handle that. So, Jay Crossover to me, he's good. He's great. You know, not a knock to him. But I don't think he would fit. We we already have an older team. Um, we yeah, we, we good on that, man. We good on him. Um, I wish him the best luck in, in his next endeavors. But I just don't think it's the right time for him to be on our team. So, now, you got Nick Young. Ah, swaggy. I don't know, man. I can't say much about Swaggy. I haven't really been paying mind to Swaggy. I don't even know what Swaggy been doing. It hasn't been working out. But it's like, damn, he couldn't even stick in Denver, right? Denver cut his ass quick. 
And the same thing with Jamal. He couldn't even stick it in, in Phoenix. So I don't get it. I mean, maybe when when players go from a bottom feed team to a contender, maybe they, they game change, right? But I don't know. Like Nick Young, he he maybe maybe if if we didn't have JR as, as an option, I wouldn't be too mad at Nick for Nick to get Nick Young. But I think that JR was the best available option for us. He did have that fuck up in the finals, but he got to redeem himself, and we giving him the opportunity to do so. So why not? Also, Jr. He's streaky. He hot. He can shoot you in the game. Shit. Um, his decision making sometimes is very questionable. Um, so to have him being questionable along with <laughs> you got Dion. You got you got uh, KCP sometimes. He be doing some shit, but I think it'll work out. I think it'll work out because JR can create his own shot. He's a streaky shooter, like I said. He can shoot the three at a high clip. He also has been a solid defender. He's not locked down or anything like that, but he won't get his ass fried. You know, he won't just, you know, get, get cooked and baked and rolled over. He can hold his own, I believe. So we need another player like that that can help us stretch the floor when our shots are not falling because that's one of the things that we had issues with. We had issues with offense sometimes. We got really stagnant, just real stagnant. And we needed a player that just lit us, you know, gave us that push. And it was like every time Brown went to the seat, to the seat, every time Brown went to the bench, it was hard for us to find our offense and we had to run everything through ad so we need another player that can take off the offensive weight so now we have Dion, we got jr and they both to me are buckets for real for real they're both buckets in their own way if they come in focus if they come in with the same goal in mind that we all have well not we i'm talking we like we <laughs> i'm talking we like my ass is on the floor no the same goal that the team has we will be okay here, here i go again they will be okay. I say we because this is my squad, so fuck it. Whatever. We'll be okay. Bron is a great leader, and he's he's played with JR before. So um, they know how each other play at the end of the day, and that's always good, and that's going to help us with our chemistry. So you got to think now that we're bringing in Dion, we're bringing in JR, and then we just bought in Keith. We, we still got to get them caught up. Keith is doing his thing. But uh, Dion hasn't played a minute yet, and obviously we just signed Jr. So um, with him knowing Bron and knowing how Bron plays, and it'll be good for him to get acclimated to the team faster because Bron can bring him up to speed. I think honestly, everybody's sleeping on Jr. I know he hasn't played in two years, but that was his own choice at the end of the day because he didn't want to play for the Cavs, and that was that man's choice. And and shit, he got every right. With that being said, I think he was the best choice, man. All those other choices out there, I don't know how well they would fit with our team. Now, if there was another playmaking point guard, then that's different. That's another story, because we obviously, we gonna need that, because we gonna need Braun to get as much rest as he can without having to do everything. But I think adding JR helps him, helps out Braun, because now Braun don't say fuck. Now I got to score because we ain't got nobody to score. Every Bradley was giving us about, shit, eight points a game. I think JR can cover that. And then not only that, it's not like we're going to be asking JR to come be a starter. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we doing that. We're not telling this man play 20 minutes and give us 15 points. That's not what we're asking for. We just need him to, you know, come in, do it, you know, be positive, help us out, hit some shots, you know, uh, play some solid defense, be a good vet, and that's it. We're not asking that man, you know, to be the third scorer, the third main player on the team. We just need a few 10, 12 minutes for him. Give us a few points if you can. Give us the eight points that Avery was giving us. I mean, shit, we'd be good to go. It ain't even that big of a deal, man. If you get on Twitter, um, it was so crazy because I was on there today and everybody was so wishy-washy. Like, some people was mad. Like, why we didn't sign Jay Crossover? And y'all hype about getting JR. And the thing is, everybody is entitled to their own opinion, right? So I think that JR was the best fit for us. Some people think that Jay Crossover was. Um, but that's okay, that is your opinion at the end of the day. Just because you think something different than what the next Laker fan thinks or NBA fan thinks doesn't mean you don't know basketball. Okay? So let me say that again to anyone that is listening to this podcast. Just because I have a different opinion from what you have or you have a different opinion from what I have does not mean that I don't know basketball or you don't know basketball. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And that's something that I see a lot. People say, what? What? You know what? What do you mean? What do, man, you crazy. You stop talking basketball to me. Bro, we not the same person. Let me think for myself, bro. I don't got to think because this is what you feel. You feel like Isaiah Thomas, we should sign him. That's you, bro. Oh, well, that's your that's your opinion. So I just been saying that a lot. So I just wanted to say something about that, too, because that shit annoyed the hell out of me. So do not get in my shit telling me that I don't know basketball because I have a different opinion than you. <sighs> it's crazy. Moving along. So we were saying, so as I was saying about, you know, JR and all that, he was the best signing. I'm cool with it. As long as he gives us what he can give us, um, be solid, be, you know, small contributor. We can't sleep on Dion. We still need Kuzma to make sure he step up and show up and show the fuck out. We'll be fine. We'll be, we will be absolutely okay. Now, moving on to Dwight. I don't know what Dwight is going to do. I don't know. There hasn't been much talk about him ever since he came out was talking about the social reform and everything about how he's not sure if he's going to play there really hasn't been much if anything to me it looks like the Lakers expect for him to play as do I I expect for him to continue to play but um my thoughts on that is I feel like I I, I see I've been reading and I've been seeing that they're saying well you know we don't want to become a distraction to what we really got going on in the world when we're talking about the racism and the injustice and all this stuff that we have going on in the world, I get it. I understand it. But my thing is this. We, as the people, uh, me being a African-American woman, I, I can't. It's never going to be a distraction for me. For me and, you know, everyone else that deals with racism, and I'm not just saying black people, um, Spanish people, Hispanic, whatever, we live in our skin every day, right? And, and this is not the angle that I'm taking it, but this is something I feel like I need to say and I want to say. Um, we live in our skin every day. So I can't forget or get distracted to the fact that I'm black. You know, I got to live in my skin. I can walk down the street, get in my car or whatever, and still have to endure racism. Um, I understand that they're not trying to have us lose the message. And that is key, right? I, I get that. But I think that they have a platform that we as the people, we don't have. We can't, we don't have that global, you know, we don't. We just, 
normal people. You know, we don't have it. We're going to talk as much as we can. We're going to spread the word as much as we can. We're going to march. We're going to protest and protest peacefully. Um, But they have a bigger platform. And I just feel like, you know, why not use it? The NBA is allowing you to. You have a voice. You are, you know, someone that people look up to. People will listen to. So I think that they could take it a step farther. And what I, what I also want to say is you, if, if they saying, I don't want to play because I don't want to be a distraction, right? The thing is, there's going to be other sports still playing. So you still have the NFL. You still have the MLB. You still have the WNBA. There's still going to be other distractions. I just feel like we need something that's joyous, right? We need some some type of joy. We got so much dark and deep and heavy shit going on right now cuz you got the corona, you got you got this damn uh this racism stuff that's been going on. This ain't no nothing new. Nothing new. And amongst other things, you know, there's so many to, to name off. So the thing is, we need something to look forward to other than this heavy shit, man. It'd be times where I had to really get off of social media. Like, I literally took about a week or two off of social media. Well, not a week. Not two. I'm exaggerating. Um, one week off of social social media because it was heavy. Every time I got on, it was something that was depressing. It was something that was sad. It was something that angered me, man. And I'm like, yo, I need something else to take my mind off of what we got going on. So I think basketball for us fans, football for us fans, soccer, baseball, whatever it is, it it helps us, right? It helps us. It doesn't, it's not that much of a distraction for me. You know, for me, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, I don't see it being that much of a distraction. I feel like it's something that's going to help us feel better to, to be able to watch a game for two hours and get our mind off of what's going on, right? And, even during the game, use that platform and, and make sure people understand and don't forget the message, right? Do not forget the message. That is the key. So give us that, you know, give us the entertainment portion that's going to help us, but also make sure you spread the message. Make sure you keep the message alive. Maybe I'm one of the few that feel this way. Maybe, maybe I'm not. But I think that I don't I don't know how I don't think that it's just pure distraction. I think that it has its its ups, too. You know, it definitely has its ups, too, because, like I said, it's been moments where I'm like, yo, I just need to need to listen, look at see, see something else other than all the bad shit that's going on right now in the world. Trust me. Trust me. It's going to help people to be able to watch a little bit of hoops and have that two, three hours without feeling bogged down by all of the negativity so that's just what I had to say about that I, like I said I know there's players that's sitting out um Christy Tolliver of the WNBA and then uh, like I said um Shanae Oglumake also sitting out um so you know that's their choice at the end of the day that is their choice they want to keep working they want to keep um working towards the towards the message and, and fighting this good fight and we appreciate y'all you know straight salute so, um, yeah, it's cool. I'm cool with that. It is what it is, but I just don't think that it's going to be that much of a distraction because at the end of the day, there's going to be other sports that's going on that's going to make people go look at it. So use your platform. That's just all I got to say on that. So um, with Dwight, I don't know. I don't know. If, if Dwight don't play, that does hurt us. Maybe we can get Boogie back if Boogie's 100%. But it, it, 
it's just one of those things where it's like I hope he plays because I don't want to have to have Boogie rush back in. Well, not rush back in, but we're going to have to kind of speed him up and get him ready. He got to get back in shape and all this stuff. Dwight ready to go, you know, just plug that shit in and let's roll. I don't know. I just hope he plays and and we, we move forward on that. So now we know we got JR. We know that's who covering Avery Bradley, right? So who is going to be the starter, right? Who's going to start for Avery Bradley? Will it be Rondo? Will it be KCP or will it be Caruso? So now I will tell y'all what I think about each of the three. Rondo, y'all know how I feel about Rondo. Y'all know I'm not really a real Rondo fan this season. He just, I'm, we don't need to get in that. I'm not going to, I'm going to let it go. Um, but he is most experienced. He, I mean, is playoff Rondo really a thing? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, here it is. I've, I've seen some of his games, you know, so if he can bring that back, fine, whatever. And then you got Caruso. He's young. He's athletic. He, he, he has nice defense, but I think that he needs to be more of a consistent shooter because the team's going to collapse and they're going to leave you open and we just need you to be able to knock that shit down. Same thing with Rondo, though, because that's all the team's going to do is collapse, make sure he can't get to his sweet spot in the paint or nothing like that. They're going to collapse and make him shoot. That's how they're going to probably counter him, but I don't know if that will end well for them. So then you got, uh, who I said, KCP. KCP KCP is cool. KCP will be good, but the thing is, I feel like we need another playmaker to help relieve Braun. So Rondo really is like the only person that can playmake, but I don't want him to assist Hunt. He does it. Sometimes he starts to assist Hunt. And I'm like, just play the game. Let the game come to you. You know, let it come to you and and roll like that. When he starts to assist Hunt, he's just pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball. And then you got to throw up a dumbass shot or he got to toss it to a player for another dumbass shot. So it was like, I don't want him to do that. I want him to be aggressive. I want him to just play and, and be free. Um, when assist comes, the assist will come. So that's one thing about Rondo that I just, just how he grind, he pounds the ball so much, and then his defense. You know, he he gonna get his ass cooked. <laughs> he gonna get his ass cooked. He's been getting his ass cooked the whole damn season. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. So um, like again, finishing with KCP. KCP. I think he's usually started, Frank has usually started either Rondo or KCP. They really never really started Caruso. KCP would be solid. You know, he, he can hold his own, obviously. He can shoot. We know that first we all was on KCP ass. We was on his ass, boy. Um, but he turned it around. Uh, he can shoot. He can defend. But, again, we I just feel like we need that playmaker, man. We need that playmaker so but then, I mean, when you when you think about it, you're going to have Braun as a playmaker. <sighs> Might be able to do KCP instead. I wouldn't mind that. We can do Braun at the one, KCP at the two, because that's pretty much what Avery was doing. And then you got Rondo, Crusoe, whoever come off the bench. But we just need whoever comes off the bench to pick up the slack. That's where we're fucking at. We're, that's, where we're, we're, that's what we are missing. When the person comes off the bench, they're not keeping or holding that same energy. And we and I'm, I say that as a whole, not just the the point guard, but as a whole, the team, the second the unit, the second unit has to keep that same energy and keep keep it rolling. So it's good that we have Dion 
and we have JR because, again, they can help our offense flow. Shit. You, all that, like I said, it'll be hard now because how do you – now what do you do when you got another shooter in, in Dion and you got another shooter in JR? So it's not going to be as easy to just double-team Bron, double-team AD because – they can just kick it out to their shooters, and then you still got Danny Green, which Danny Green's still trying to find his shot. I hope that when this season restarts, he didn't find his shot. Um, that would be even more lethal. It would be even more lethal for us. So I think this is going to be good. It's going to be a cool little something we got going, though. Hopefully we can raise that chip. I know that everybody probably thinking we're going to have an asterisk next to it, and – if that is the case, then shit, oh, well, when is a win? I don't care. We're going to be getting number 17, hopefully. Um, I'm excited, y'all. I'm very excited. We haven't had basketball in, like, three months. That's about, what, three months? Ooh, yeah, man. It's time to – my life ain't being right without basketball, man. Everything feels so thrown. Not just basketball, just in general. Everything in my life right now, I don't know about I don't know about y'all, but everything feels so off, so throw. Ain't shit the same. Everything just feels like we in a twilight zone or some shit. This <laughs> is so weird, man. But um, yeah, I think that's all I got for y'all. That's all I got for y'all for this episode. I'm gonna keep trying to come up come up with more stuff as the time go by. Hop on here, talk to y'all, let y'all know how I'm feeling. Y'all let me know how y'all feeling. And we're gonna keep it moving and grooving, just like that that's gonna do it for this episode of lake and Roll podcast y'all know who it is your host ray g i want to thank you guys for tuning in today make sure you follow me on instagram at laker underscore around pod follow me on twitter at ray g r-a-e underscore g33 make sure y'all head over to apple and give your girl five stars and a nice rating i definitely appreciate that and y'all have a good one i'm out